Hi everyone, and welcome to the 29th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Lauren, and I'm here with Churro. Hello. Daryl. Howdy. And Brandon. Hello. First of all, I just want to say I'm so sorry for the delay and the cancellation of the last episode. We had some technical difficulties. You but... missed a real corker. <laughs> <sighs> but what? we're we're pretty much redoing the show today, so it's... You didn't miss out on anything. You did. My bad. Because Sue was on the last show. Yeah, that's that true. That is true. It was it such was, a great show. It was, and it was once in a lifetime appearance. And sadly, of Sue. Yeah, we he, had a he, co-host. She, she was named again. Sue. Mm-hmm. It was a heated and debate. And she was very friendly. She was very friendly. There may well be heated debates in this episode, too. True. It, it true. is the same show. And it's Sue not. might come back. There are back. differences. There are differences. <laughs> There's slight differences. There are key differences. It will different change the way we do things. Yeah. We have no more Sue, but we have Turo, who we like even more than Sue. Sue, I hope you're yeah, not going to Now, Sue's definitely not going to come back if you say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, well, she's contracted for one more show, so... She yeah, must return. True. Sue will come for the Kingdom Hearts 3 announcement show. I guess I just won't host that episode. I'll, I'll, I'll take the back burner. <laughs> I'll let Sue host that one. Yeah. Sweet. I'll let her know. <laughs> well, anyways, for those who aren't familiar with our show, it runs in pretty much three segments. We have news, burning questions, and the questions segment. Kingdom Hearts said it's going to run in 3D. Which is going to run in 3D? That's what I thought you were going to say. The show's going to run in 3D. I'm like, whoa. Ooh, that'd be so badass. Nice. Everyone, put your glasses on cool. now. Yes. Put them on yes. your ears. We will make it 3D with our voices. Mm. 10.1 surround sound. Mm. <laughs> Double 5.1. Kingdom Hearts Union is also a part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. It comes out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Churro? KH2.co.uk. Speaking of Churro, I believe we met someone, Lauren. We did at E3. <gasps> Who'd oh you God. meet? Well, his name begins with a C and ends with a hero. <laughs> uh, a Kuro? A Kuro. A Churro. A wall ch- has appeared. And you guys didn't catch me. <laughs> no, we didn't catch him. We couldn't bring him home with us in a Pokeball, sadly. Yeah, we oh, were coming out darn. of the Ubisoft press conference and, and uh, I kind of looked behind and there was this guy just kind of chasing after us. And he's and I like, like, don't hey, I know well, you? Yeah, this guy looks familiar. <laughs> and yeah. it turned out it was Churro. That's awesome. I was it in the middle of eating my mini cupcake at the time, which was awesome, yes. by the way. Yeah, Ubisoft offered cupcakes, which were very, very appreciated. They were like the size of your th- the end of your thumb, but they were the sweetest thing you will ever taste in your life. It was, it was mm-hmm. delicious. I loved them. Was there any <laughs> relation to the cupcakes in any future Ubisoft games? Probably not. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, there wasn't really any Assassin reason for the Creed cupcakes. Assassin Creed Revelation, the invention of the cupcake, by mm-hmm. Leonardo da Vinci. I'm pretty sure Mr. Captain had some. <laughs> instead of uh, instead of health packs or anything in games anymore, it's cupcakes. just going to be cupcakes. Cupcakes, yeah. Cupcakes. There were a, there were a lot of them. It did seem like they were mass produced. There were a ton. And they also gave us posters as well. It's just an illusion of animus. The posters were really cool. Lauren did also get to sit in Animus. That's badass. Yeah, I did. That was nice. Was it comfortable? It was interesting. It was... was, Yeah. I'll take that as as a no. 
It was it was different. It was, it was a bit rigid. Yeah. You'd think that the but, red bits um, are padded, but they weren't that padded. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we kind of felt bad for Desmond after that, considering he sits in it all day. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't yeah. get up without having any kind of stiffness anywhere. No, it was a bit weird. But in any case, that was getting kind of off topic. We met Churro, and it was amazing, and we had Subway. Yay! Eat Yay! Fresh. And that was our experience with meeting Churro. And we traveled yonder to back to the convention center. Yes. Yeah, and then, we and ate then our Churro lunch had to leave us. We ate our lunch, and Screw Attack were just chilling, and I gave them evils. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went over to Screw Attack, and I was—I thought that I saw one of my friends there, Tam Tam, and it turned out it wasn't Tam Tam. It was just another so they guy gave her with evils. an awesome afro. Oh. <sighs> and then they gave me evils, and then I felt really awkward and like ran away. She did. So, thanks, Screw Attack, for making me feel really, really awkward. Uh. <laughs> oh. Oh well. But anyways, back to the show. Going along with E3. Um. Our first news piece is just there was no Kingdom Hearts at E3. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we were being quite optimistic in our pre-E3 podcast, which was never released. Um, I was harping on Churo because his website reported that Kingdom Hearts was going to be there. I, I, mm. a, a game uh, Game Informer was the one that reported that. Mm. So we game know. Informer lied. So I now we know. I think we should just so do all a Kingdom Hearts fans. Game Informer false prophets question mark mm. story perhaps yeah we should probably just get all of our Game Informer magazines and just burn them in a pit of get every, every Kingdom Hearts fan to unsubscribe on not from our I, podcast I, from Game Informer but yeah like I was I was really disappointed like I I thought at least they would have something but they had absolutely nothing yeah like nothing a like a poster or a picture or yeah. something even even merchandise in their little merchandise yeah there wasn't stand, any even in the merchandise yeah. there was nothing kingdom hearts was there it was like Fair. non-existent no, no but it it's wasn't just like it wasn't even unique exist. to kingdom hearts it was just square was basically not there outside of final fantasy 13 too yeah like, there were no japanese games there other than that game <laughs> yeah pretty much and, and like the, whatever, I thought, Atlas, I, like with I Ka- thought they're gonna do Catherine a surprise or like a surprise trailer because they did it with Hitman, and I'm like, ooh, this they showed us a trailer. They're like, maybe they'll do Kingdom Hearts 3D all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and uh, nope, no. no, nothing. No. My, my prediction seemed... was they would be in a press conference, but Nintendo decided to spend the whole time talking about a controller. Yeah. So it seemed yeah. it seemed to be the theme of this year at E3. No surprises at all. Just. More information this was the about safest stuff we already E3 know about. that's probably ever happened. Ugh. Yeah. Boring. I, I thought they were going to show like a clip of it during their little kingdom, uh, their Nintendo 3DS game montage. And exactly. No, they didn't show anything. And about they kingdom did Hearts last year when we knew even less about the game. It's when because they yeah. the 3DS. They, that's when they revealed it. It's because clearly, according Arlo. to Square Enix, Kingdom Hearts isn't a Western game. <laughs> Ugh. I think we're gonna Break have to talk about that later. Yeah, I think it's we're like, gonna have to it's talk like about that up On a date, that's what it feels like to me. Like Square Enix, where do the majority it. of your Kingdom Hearts sales come from? J- Japan, maybe. Nope. It's like nope. <laughs> yeah. We kind of like your games, and um, it's not why just. Why don't you treat us better? It's not just a Western game. It's it's Disney, and Disney is an American property. So exactly. Res- 
respect our authority, or something like that. Come on. Precisely. Come on, just yeah, at least, at least show really us a picture. Lame. Like, I, 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 mean, I don't care if it's printed out. Just show me a picture. If, of if, if they TV, show it in happy. force at TGS now, everyone's just going to be so pissed. Yeah. Exactly. Because we're going to be like, why can you show us a set E3? Why like, why have Wack Fu and not Kingdom Hearts 3D? Yes. Exactly. Why have Heroes of Ruin, which like nobody <gasps> doesn't even know Wasn't about. that like an oh, iPhone a, game? No, it's a 3DS game as well. 3D, oh, same thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I was <laughs> Wait, very, Wait, so Kingdom very, Hearts Team Drop Distance is coming to the iPhone, according to Brad, and you, it, you heard it here first? Yeah, heard it here heard first. And <laughs> we'll be back for more news. <laughs> I'm trying to beat Game so, Informer yeah. to the punch. <laughs> and you did well, Brandon. You got it. But yeah, like I, I don't know what's going to come of just Kingdom Hearts announcements. Like I'm kind of doubting now that they'll have anything at TGS as well. They'll like, have something. They will have. Well, they probably I don't will know. Have well, what else do they have? Because like no if they if they're saying that all their Western games are at E3 and all their Japanese games are at TGS, what Japanese games do they even have? They're not going to show Versus. Good question. Versus for a while. I love the big silent pause there. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows. I just wow. feel really gypped because, like, you know, the Western games are okay, I guess. Like, Deus Ex is fun. Hitman was decent. It wasn't really Hitman, though, Tomb in my Raider. Yeah. But, but I don't even Tomb think Raider. of those as square like, games. But those are the games that I don't really care about. Like, I honestly, like, I am fine with, you know, Basically, I, I'm fine with the games I have right now. Square, Square Enix should have had a tiny little booth, and they should have just had a massive booth with an IDOS logo slapped, slapped on exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. I feel I feel more jit because like I went to E3 with covering like the only game that I'm there for. It's not even there. Yeah, it's like yeah, you're representing exactly. Kingdom, uh, Kingdom Hearts website, and there's no Kingdom Hearts stuff anywhere. You represented and, like, Kingdom Hearts more than Square did, which is and, like, saying a lot. Yeah. What's it, what it's doing for like Kingdom Hearts sites? Like, I mean, we have no news. Even even the Square Enix staff, like at the front desk, felt felt bad for me because like they saw my badge and they said Kingdom Hearts Ultimania on it, and it's like, and they were pretty much like saying how bad it was. There's no Kingdom Hearts there, and it's like, like I feel sorry for you. I'm like, I know. Don't worry, I'll be fine. I'll take your pity. Yeah. Put it in a ball. I'd put it under my pillow at night. <laughs> Your pity is squishy and soft. <laughs> under my palpoo fruit pillow. I'm on one well. but, but anyways, so let's move on from this tragic event and move on to something a bit more interesting. Good so, Brandon, news. you want to take this next one? Yeah, so speaking about how we don't know when more news will be, we know when more news will be. So there's actually a, a Famitsu survey that was done uh, this past week online. So basically, Famitsu held a survey about the Kingdom Hearts series, uh, asking fans about their favorite game, their favorite Keyblade, their favorite ability, worlds, characters. Uh, you name it, it was in there. So it was a very thorough uh, survey. And they even left a part where you could leave a message for Nomura. Uh, they actually made it seem like this would... Uh, become a part of a an article series that they're going to be doing so hopefully soon we'll be getting more information uh the results are going to be posted in the july 28th issue of famitsu which actually comes out on july 14th which is before we're going to be recording our next podcast so hopefully uh if we get our translation fairies out quick enough we'll be able to (laughs) 
talk about the results in the next show. If not, we'll we'll think of something. <laughs> uh, I'm actually yeah. surprised it's coming out that close to its release date because, like, I picked up a magazine, um, and it was the May edition, but it, it said it was the July edition. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. That is weird. Yeah, it seems to be the thing but, with magazines these days. But I like I like that they're doing this. I mean, I, I'm wondering if they're going to be kind of surprised as to uh, the write a message to Namora. Like, I'm really yeah. interested to see what people have to say. Every about message that. is just like death threats if he doesn't do Kingdom Hearts three. Exactly. Like, it's where sort of, is Kingdom Hearts three? It sort of makes me a little sad though that. Square is not the one doing this, that this is Famitsu doing this. Does an external yeah. company have to be the one to do this? I Wait, mean, I guess so. It's what? it's so sad because sometimes, and maybe some people agree with me, sometimes it feels like uh, Square is this giant fortress, uh, and every time they come out with a game, they basically just chuck it over the wall, and then we come and run after it, and, and we have like no talk with them. There's no communication between us and them, unlike American companies like Bungie or Insomniac, where they really care and listen to their fans. It's I just find it sad as an, as an American uh, Square Enix fan that we don't have more direct conversation. Well, they're saying they're it. doing exactly. that with Final Fantasy because Final Fantasy 13 Part yeah. 2 they're saying is like being directly influenced by the fans, but is it It fans sounds like it's more critics? directly influenced. Yeah, it sounds like more it's directly influenced by the critics. So they re- they read the reviews. Congrats. So did we. Well, it took them like <laughs> nine years to actually open up forums for Final Fantasy Eleven. I mean, it uh. shouldn't take them that long to open up forums and have listened to the players' thoughts about how they can change the game. I mean, it shouldn't take them that long. I mean, clear, clearly they're professionals, and they should they should do what they think is right to make a game, because clearly what they're doing now to try to change their series is not what the fans want. But at some point, you have to you know listen to your fans a little bit just to get... I mean, if anything, not to change what you're doing, but just just to see yeah. how people are receiving what you're doing. I mean, uh, I you know I interviewed mm-hmm. Ubisoft about Assassin's Creed, and that's pretty much what they said. Like they open everything up to the fans, but they don't listen to most of what they say. Exactly. But, no, because at the end of the day, they're the ones making the game. They're the ones mm-hmm. that have the vision. Because if anything, it's yeah. just just a thermometer, just so they know how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if they're if do they're you implementing think Square a feature, Enix would even do you think Square Enix would even listen to us with what we say? I think if there were, I think there were, if there were enough voices that said the same thing, there they would listen to it a little bit. But I think that's the problem with with uh, Square Enix's fan bases because their games span quite a lot of the to- uh, quite a lot of time. And and if you think about the different Japanese franchises, there's a lot there's a lot of disparity between the actual games. Like Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. One is very different to Kingdom Hearts Two. That's true. And like well, because, the Final um, Fantasies mm-hmm. are very different to each other. Like they have different fan bases, so mm-hmm. everyone wants different things. That's right. Yeah, a lot of and they they can listen to every times. one of them because then they would take forever. And and then at the yeah. end, when they release it, people will still complain about everything that yeah. didn't get in that they wanted. I guess but for like the really specific things, I mean, they can make their own judgment. But when you start getting things that are really consistent, maybe so, maybe for example, in Kingdom Hearts One. A lot of critics were divided, you know, on, on little things, but pretty much everybody said that the camera sucked. So they changed it from being on the right, uh, on the back buttons, and they put it onto the right analog stick like people wanted. So that was something that was mm-hmm. consistent. So maybe, like, like broad things could change. Well they, well, they said that the uh, platforming sucked in one, and they got rid of it yeah. in two. And then <laughs> when two came out, everyone's like... This is way this too. This sucks. Linear. So then, in Final Mix, they added in the platforming again. So I guess they listened to the re- the critics. Oh boy! 
it was, yeah, it was a little change in Final Mix. It wasn't even that much. I mean, Birth by Sleep don't give you money. <laughs> it kind of added it a little mm-hmm. bit in Birth by Sleep. Yeah, I, I think it just really depends on the company because, like, uh, you know, when I saw about the survey, K- uh, Konami did exactly the same thing, except they did it on their official Facebook thing. So it was Konami yeah. doing it themselves, and it was a poll sure. thing surveyed specifically about Metal Gear, and they had all these questions like, "Did you buy Peace Walker? If you didn't." And there was like a checklist of like yeah. thirty reasons of why you didn't buy it. And there were even like branching. Mm. It was like a branching survey. If you said yeah. no to one, why? Why did you say no to this? <laughs> mm. It was crazy, and like you know, but it was an internal thing. They yeah. they conducted it themselves. What's ironic is that uh, Yochiwara and Nomura frequently have lunch and dinner with uh, Kojima, and none of that has rubbed off at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not even all the, the think Twitter. You- Requests to make yeah. a Twitter for Nomura and all that. Uh, uh, well, te- technically, he was forced to use the Twitter. Yeah. So actually, the uh, last I don't think he's going to get into that anytime. The last soon. time they had dinner together, Kojima was sort of jokingly asking, "Hey, what do you want? What do you guys want me to ask Nomura?" And people were asking things about Kingdom Hearts. So I, I don't know. It's it's kind of funny, but yet at the same time, it's really sad that that's what it's come to. I don't know. Definitely. So it's good news that we're getting the survey, but (laughs) it could Mm, be a bad thing about Square, just in general. Yeah, I think it's a really good thing that that Famitsu is kind of... I don't know if they're expecting negative results, but I I, I do think that it's good. Or they'll only publish the ones that are positive. But I'm I'm really excited to see, like, what what the differences are. The thing is that whether the, the Square Enix actually pay attention. Yeah, to the yeah. results. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, at least at least something's getting done about it. Like ninety-five percent of people in their additional messages mentioned the game Kingdom Hearts Three. <laughs> nah, they, they don't want it. <laughs> nah, is this piece but of string? I've got the string out again. Yeah, keep, keep yeah. trying to grab the end keep, of it. Keep we're it. We're gonna Come keep on. following it. But in any case, so we're next episode. We should have all the results from Fingers this. Crossed. So we'll Fingers probably crossed. be dis- we'll Fingers probably crossed. be discussing that a lot and. All that stuff. But now we're going to move on to burning questions. Burning. So any of you... <laughs> burning. Burning. Burning inside <laughs> me. Burn the peasants. Let's see if I'm oh. burning answers. <laughs> Burn. So if you guys are newcomers to the show, uh, burning questions is basically our way of connecting with you guys. Uh, we ask you a question and then you respond on either our Twitter pages or on our Well, you don't have forums. to if you don't want to. If you don't want to, that's fine. But But if you want to be a cool kid, you will. Yeah. If you well, it's it's a chance for you to get featured on the show, and then we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about your response. And eventually, Brandon will come around your house and give you a cookie. I will give you a cookie. Exactly. Whatever cookie you want, except oatmeal and raisin, because I don't like that one. (laughs) That that's old people food. Yeah. You know, we've got to cater for all our demographics, Brandon. Exactly. There might be 90-year-olds. Yes, so, but I'm going to make them feel young with say. some sugar cookies. We do have quite a lot of Japanese cookies. listeners, even though the show is clearly not in Japanese. Yeah, it's true. Konbangwa. It's very true. Konnichiwa. I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying hello to them, whatever time zone they're in. Well, if it's in the, yeah, if it's in the it's wrong true. time zone and they're listening to us in the morning, you have just offended them. Oh, okay, so... So, ohayou gozaimasu. Konnichiwa and konbangwa, whichever, whichever <laughs> time zone <laughs> you're whichever in. Whichever is applicable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they okay, understood so that our, part, but... Our first three uh, answers are actually from Twitter, and our first answer is from Little Chris H, who says, Sweet memories 
Oh, I didn't say the question. Yeah, I was I'm say, sorry. Maybe you should actually say <laughs> what they're answering first. <laughs> you jumped the keyblade. I know. I'm getting so excited. I just want to... Yeah. Okay. Baby. <laughs> Burning question. All right. So the question for this week was, what is your favorite keyblade and why? So our first few answers are from Twitter. And the first one is from little Chris H. Who says, sweet main, sweet mem." Sorry, sweet memories made searching for rare items so much easier for me. I don't think I could have built Ultima Weapon without it. Oh my God, that is so true. That it that keyblade is te- is really really a lifesaver. De- what does it have about it that makes it that makes you um, find items so easily? Treasure hunter ability. It's a good ability. <laughs> what does it's, it do? It uh, when you defeat heart. Heartless or nobodies, it drops makes the items drop more frequently, so you can pick up in Uh, store. So it makes it easier to farm, so you get to farm less. Yep, spend less time farming. But the problem is, it's a very weak keyblade, so there is balance. But it's still it's such a it's a cute keyblade though. It has little bees on it. They should shoot the bees out. It's from the hundred acre. They should be weapons. I was just Just waiting. (laughs) I was waiting for sweet May May. Which is what Lauren said originally. Sweet I thought that would be a pretty cool keyblade name. <laughs> Sweet May May. Sweet May May. Oh, yeah. Sweet May May. <laughs> Sweet Mem. Sweet Mem. It's Sweet just like a long list. Sweet memes. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, anyways, Shadow, Shadow, you want to take the next one? Shadow Cloud 22 said uh, Void Gear Blade because I love anything with the word key. The wo- wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> I, I like keyblades because I like anything with the word key in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, kind of broad. Right, I'm going to start. Right. Shadow Cloud 2. <laughs> Why me? Why? Making fun of me for having problems. Oh, now you're having problems. Don't tell the, the, curse. Curse. It's the We curse. will release the, this podcast if it kills us. Release the Kraken. Shadow Cloud 22 <laughs> said, Void Gear Keyblade because I love anything with the word gear in it and it's my favorite character's keyblade. I agree. I love anything with gear in it. Not key. Uh, well, I, I do like I do like key as well. But uh, gear is uh, is a word very close to my heart. I love uh, Metal Gear. I love Gears of War. But as far as the Void Gear uh, Keyblade goes, I, I did like it. The only thing that I wish they would have done was included the colored version of it. Because when you had, uh, attach the Void Gear uh, charm to your Keyblade, you get. Uh, the the anti version of it, which is just black and white, which is cool, but I kind of mm. want the colored one because it it's kind of red and black and and awesome, and, and very moody. Yeah. Very moody. Moody. It's, it's just awesomeness. Yeah, the black around. and white one is like lackluster. Yeah, it's like, eh, what what do I what do I want uh, What do I want this keyblade? I mean, it's, it's powerful. All over again. See, <laughs> steamboat. It's like Willy. if I whack people, will it turn it? Will it turn them black and white? Like <laughs> that would be an well, awesome game mechanic. That'd be a cool effect. It would be like boom. I don't know. I guess you it makes are without color. It makes sense for the story because I, I think the void gear thing was all about you know dark versus light. So you know it was black and it was white. But if that was the case, why didn't you just make the original keyblade that Vanitas was holding that color too? Yeah, I guess if it was red <laughs> yeah. and black, then it would be kind of like bad versus bad, <laughs> <laughs> super bad. If black or white. But in any case, Cheryl, next one. Sure. This is from Colin. Cooper, the original Kingdom Key. The design is simple, and if you were to display it, most people would recognize it from Kingdom Hearts. I completely agree. Um, I kind of wish that 
there was a way that you could upgrade this keyblade so that you could use it forever just because i i love the design of it i think it's so cute and it's just it's kingdom hearts yeah. it's what i identify kingdom hearts with i like that i like that like, we have something like that something that's you know, a symbol for Kingdom Hearts because Disney's always had, and it kind of relates to the Kingdom Key. King, Disney's always had this thing with three circles. If you put them together, it looks like Mickey Mouse. They've always had that exactly. symbol. And whenever you see, I mean, when I was a little kid and my parents would give me change uh, when we went to McDonald's, I always take the quarter and two pennies and make me a little Mickey head when I was eating, eating my Happy Meal. And just so that Mickey would be there watching. Just you. so Mickey would be there. If only the Kingdom Key was a little easier to make <laughs> out of yeah. money, but... Well, I guess the charm. The, the charm, charm is what's yeah. really universal about it. The charm on the original one, that, because it's the little it Disney. crown. No, it's actually uh, Mickey's, Mickey's head. head, which is yeah. kind of... Oh, it's Mickey's it's head. It's Mickey's head. You'd think it would have been a crown, but it wasn't. I thought it was the crown. Which one has the crown on it? That then? one's Oblivion. Yeah, Oblivion. Oblivion has the crown on and it. And it's awesome. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's okay, Laura. We still. I could have sworn that was the one with the with the little kingdom like little crown on it. If you ever oh. wondered if girls farted, Lauren just brain farted. Yeah, I did. I'm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. I'm I'm guessing I just mixed the two symbols. It's actually the the key. Actually, is the crown. Mm-hmm. It's not the the little charm. I guess that's where I got it from. There you go. Oh well. Oh. Well, oh yeah. But anyways, we're moving on to the answers from the forums, which we had a ton. Mm-hmm. So, Brandon, do you want to take this first one? Absolutely. This next one is from Sora Yaya, and by the way, I love your name. Uh, <laughs> the question is: uh, the ends of the earth keyblade. Question. Of course. Oh, question. Answer. Sorry. <laughs> See, oh, we're, we're, we're we've all, all got this. Well today. We've all got this bug today. Am... We will fix this. All right. So this next answer is from Sora Yaya, and I love your name. Uh, his answer is the ends of the Earth Keyblade, of course. Uh, why? Because it's the strongest Keyblade in all of Kingdom Hearts that I've seen yet. It's attacks with powerful hits on the enemy, and it's able to shift into multiple forms like a whip, a jet vehicle, and a spinning cog weapon, a cannon, and a gigantic keyblade. I can't think of any better and stronger keyblade than the end of the earth keyblade. Perfect. It's always about what is the most powerful weapon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like what the Swiss Army the knife of keyblades. You can't ask just, for anything more. You it'll really wash your dishes. <laughs> Will it change TV channels for you? Um, I wish there, there's an app for that. <laughs> for that. This is like the <laughs> iPhone. Okay, maybe not Swiss Army Knife. We'll make it more current. This is the iPhone of uh, of Keyblades. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Although it doesn't look, it doesn't look that cute. Well, it's it's not supposed to be cute. It's supposed to be epic. I know. It, it's too big, though. I probably won't be able to lift it. Maybe we can make it morph into something cuter, like maybe. like Sweet Mim. Like Sweet Mim. Like <laughs> it's Terra. It should be like flowers. Ah, uh, flower power. <laughs> We've had enough flower power in our Keyblades. <laughs> Flower power for Terra. Uh-huh. I'm completely making this up, by the way. I, I honestly, I, I like the Keyblade. I'm, I'm I think you should just go on to the next one. I think we should go on to the next one. Okay, I will. <laughs> yeah, I'll save myself. Okay, so this next answer is from Laugus, who says, I think my favorite would have to be the Bond of Flame. It looks awesome, and of course it's given by Axel, cross-eyed smiley face. The name Bond of Flame is great as it represents Axel and the bond he makes with some characters, and in my opinion, 
this just adds the whole heartwarming, cheesy feel to the game. And I totally agree, because all Axel wanted was to see his friends again. And, no. And his bond with them was so strong that he would do anything, even going against his own team, just to see them one more time. So sweet. So heartwarming. So cute. The are we gonna, are we gonna bring out our heart. Kingdom Hearts branded tissues for this? <laughs> I think so. I think we need Product them. placement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the last one uh, comes from Crimson Feathers, and they say I'm gonna have to go with a different. I'm gonna have to go a different route and say Way to the Dawn. I like that it represents Riku coming to terms with the fact that the darkness inside him isn't something to be feared, but utilized as well as the light. Admittedly, it doesn't have the best design and it doesn't have good stats, but you can you can't look past the fact that Riku overcame his doubts and insecurities to gain a Keyblade despite not being able to inherit terrors like he originally planned. This Keyblade, this Keyblade is my favorite because of how much meaning there is behind it. Aww. Yeah, I agree. I I think it looks. I honestly dis- disagree with the design though, because I think th- I think the design of that Keyblade is pretty. So cool. you agree, but you I disagree. Know. I always thought. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with the fact that I like we it, agree. but I, I disagree with the fact that it. So doesn't Crimson Feather is basically what Lauren says. She's agreeing to disagree with you, specifically. <laughs> no, because I agree agrees? with the fact that it's a or cool keyblade. She we don't. We don't it know. It has a little wing on it. <laughs> a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah, I think it's pretty cool. It reminds me of like a gargoyle. Like it has, uh, it has the little white ring wing on it, and then it also has like the red and the black. The one wing keyblade, kind of like the, like a rebirth. Yes. Yeah. What I really like Although about pretty... it, and it actually uh, relates to the the last answer as well, is how this keyblade does relate to the story. It's not just it, it's well. I mean, even though sweet memories is very nice, it doesn't really relate to the story that much. But this really does relate to the story and anytime you use that keyblade you can think oh you know this has to do with Riku and his his dark disturbing past and I mean for me my favorite's Oathkeeper because of that because it reminds me of love and and all that gushy Aww. stuff <laughs> oh. but yeah Aww. so and so I like, I like I, thinking I about the, all that good stuff whenever I think about Kingdom Hearts because that makes me like it more gives you that warm Simple fuzzy and feeling and inside and, clean. and that's what we like Ooh. about Kingdom Hearts yep Mm-hmm. The warm fuzzy feelings. All right. Well, uh, the question for next episode will be: How do you feel about no Kingdom Hearts at E3 2011? Oh boy! So make sure you answer. No copying and, our opinions either. Um, I'm excited. That's going to be quite a We've burning copyrighted everything from it's the new be, section. That's probably our most for a lot of answers. That's going to be our, probably our most burning of the burning questions so far. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oops. I'm really excited to see what everybody says. In a good way or a bad way, or terrified. Are you going to agree to disagree <laughs> yeah. with them? I, I would, I would probably agree to disagree with them and agree a little bit here. I'm going to wholeheartedly agree with any hate they have to spew. <laughs> <laughs> I would share their pain too, especially that I was yes. there. Chiro did not curl up in the fetal position though, yeah. because no, he didn't. Because there's nobody there to to record. Could have done it anyway. I'm sure if you'd have just got on the floor somebody would have done it this is this I should have sh- just like, ran to where they're showing the trailer because that's where like the focus is on and just do it in front of everybody you yeah. should have committed in front committed seppuku with a keyblade <laughs> oh, I should have sh- brought my keyblade with me I, I saw Yuichi Wada going out to walk around the show floor you should have just waited there and just gone up to him and like rugby tackled him <laughs> like where's my <laughs> kingdom hearts where is it just be like is it Peter Paul gave you a kingdom hearts they probably have woken him up a bit for our interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't interview Ichiwada. Ichiwada then. 
No, we didn't. Oh, okay. Anyways. Anyways. Alright, so uh we're moving on to questions. Questions. Yay. Less burning. Yeah, less well, burning questions, but still questions. Questions are good. to us. They may well be burning. <laughs> yeah, might as well yes. be for these. So be sure you take heartburn pills. Heartburn pills. Pepsid AC. Pepsid AC. Yes. Pepto Bismol. Is that for heartburn? Yes, Pepto Bismol. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, people. We need to. All right. So uh, PJK1234 asks. What do you think Square Enix can do to make the next Kingdom Hearts game a Game of the Year title? Oh boy, well, this is this is a big question, and I'll try to keep it... It's actually it, quite uh, short. It's, well, <laughs> it's, ask, it's <laughs> asking a lot, so I'll, I'll try to keep it as, as simple as possible. But before before Brandon starts, though, bear in mind that he has had about, what, like six weeks? I have six to, weeks to, to, to boil to this an down, answer. and I've been trying so hard to boil this down, so... <laughs> Be with me. All right, so I've got. I've been able to boil this down to two points, and I don't think it fixes everything, but these are two things that I feel would push it in the right direction. One would be to modernize the gameplay. I notice I didn't say westernize, but modernize it. Uh, this means including uh, newer gaming conventions such as open worlds and physics and actual people in the world. Uh, not empty worlds that only have three characters in it. It doesn't make sense that I have to uh, sacrifice my life for the only three people in this giant world. It does not make sense that these places are so empty. Uh, so th- that, that, that is one thing. So modernizing the gameplay. And two would be minor tweaks to how the story is handled. I say the, the first part would be, uh, and I call this the actually plot devices, none of those. And to explain what I mean by that, so Ansem was actually Xehanort's Heartless, who is actually Xehanort, this old guy from a long time ago who merged with Terra. I mean, after a while, it doesn't make sense. And what they're doing here is taking the story that you loved, they're throwing it away and writing around it because they don't know what they're doing with it. So none of that. Stick with what you've got and write a good story with it. And then the last thing would be better character development for Sora and Kairi. For Sora, I, I want him to be, you know, represent how long, all that he's been through. Uh, he can be more heroic. He can make his own decisions. He doesn't have to be uh, like a child anymore. I mean, he can, he can be optimistic and childlike, but he doesn't have to be an absolute little baby. So just a little bit of growth. And for Kairi, she just needs to be included in the story because so far she hasn't been in anything. Yes. So that's pretty. So that is that is my response to that question. What do you guys think about that? Is, is there anything you feel you want to add to that? I I just feel that if you look at the games that win Game of the Year, most of the time it's all about how good the presentation is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, often, most of the time they're more they're more directed at adults as well True. there's yeah there's a lot of games that are very very adult driven mm-hmm. and i don't think that's you know, like very the key hard. driver though like you know you, you can you can do it the right way i mean like with if you think mm-hmm. about with movies any pixar movie uh deserves exactly. a lot of praise because they're I, I mean they're open to everyone but they don't condescend they don't talk down to you they they expect that you're smart so they put in uh, intelligent plot devices, not confusing ones, but intelligent ones. Mm-hmm. But they also have a lot of fun too, so everybody can understand it. Yeah, but I, I always felt that um, 
like if you look at the the games that kind of win yeah. game of the year like mm-hmm. the mechanics are top notch yeah like everything sure. they do is and like you know if it's in the it's, if it's in yeah. a genre it's it's everything that's great about that yeah. genre it's the best of it whereas like if you think about kingdom hearts in the past like it's in the action rpg genre exactly yeah. so like how does it stack up against other action rpgs probably not so well like you know it, it's got a good fan base yeah it sells mm-hmm. a lot yeah it reviews okay like you know it mm-hmm. gets 80s but you know it, it, to get it in that 90 bracket to get the 100 percent, they really need to to up it all maybe yeah. maybe they do need to make kingdom hearts 3 like a slightly more mature game go for a more realistic art style or work with what they have like if they want to keep the yeah. charged art style really pump the visuals up really like um make sure the core gameplay is is more i guess um yeah it, it more it feels like you're actually doing something like you know exactly when you, when yeah, you when when I, his keyblades it yeah. just feels like he's kind of hitting something exactly you know. and that's that's what i was uh mentioning about with with physics something that uh i appreciate is that in in versus 13 they are adding uh some real world physics into it but something that i didn't like in what they were doing and it's also apparent in kingdom hearts is how Whenever they're fighting, like the fighting style isn't a real world fighting style. That's not swordsmanship. <laughs> That's just floating around like a feather, drifting in the air uh, and randomly flying back down. It doesn't. It doesn't really make that much sense for anime. Yeah, I mean, it kind of works, but I-, I think people will respect it more when it makes more visual sense. There's sure. actually a-, a charm to things when they look a little bit more realistic. Just a little bit. I mean, they can still yeah. stay true to Kingdom Hearts. I, w- I mean, as far as what I was recommending, these are just minor tweaks in the background. Adding an open world, all that would really mean is there's no load times between sections. I mean, sometimes in Kingdom Hearts it's ridiculous. There's like a corridor that's about five feet long, and then it loads into another corridor that's five feet long. That doesn't make sense. Uh, in Kingdom Hearts 2, the world that never was, that city that we saw in Deep Dive was literally three rooms. It was yeah, three definitely. rooms long, and it was supposed to be a city. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, if you look at if you look at games that have won Game of the Year, if we, if we just pick like mm-hmm. a, a publication that everyone in America should know, which is EGM, right? Mm-hmm. Games that they've awarded to this in the last ten years: Tony Hawk's Two, Halo, Metroid Prime, Prince of Persia: yeah. Sands of Time, <laughs> Halo Two, Resident Evil Four, Twilight Princess, Bioshock, GTA Four, Uncharted Two, Red Dead Redemption. A lot mm. of other publications gave, yeah. um, like, G- Portal, exactly. Little Big Planet. Little Big Planet proves that you don't have to be an adult game exactly. to succeed. Mm-hmm. As long as you what you do, you do it the best you can. And, mm-hmm. you know, Kingdom Hearts is a great game, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that it's a shining example of the genre. Yeah. I, mean, are, are the, I mean, are the developers doing the best they can with it, or do you think that Disney will always be limited to what Square Enix can do with the game? I don't um, know. I mean, like, Final Fantasy... Final Fantasy, like, it may not be the premier RPG anymore, but it, I'd say it's still, like, up there or is the best yeah. JRPG. Well, especially right now with the way the Japanese industry is going. Yeah, but, I mean, Persona arguably is up there with it. Yeah. But, like, you know, in, in RPGs, it's kind of fallen off the pace a bit. JRPGs, it's still at the top. But, kind of, genres are kind of getting um, mm-hmm. crushed together a bit. So, like, the JRPG is kind of dwindling. Yeah. They go into more handheld consoles, so people don't even know they exist. Yeah. I think it, I mean, going back to the idea of Pixar, I think if they think, if they take anything from a Western company, uh, you know, learning how Pixar 
deals with their content. I think Kingdom Hearts has a lot of heart, and what makes Kingdom Hearts Kingdom Hearts would definitely be the story, and I think what's there yeah. is really great so long as they tie it up well, which uh, that would take a lot. But as long as they tie it up well, I mean, sim- I mean, I think it's just minor tweaks in the background uh, as far as like gameplay goes that could really make it a shining example of a good action RPG because yeah. Kingdom Hearts is a good action RPG. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not really like a game changer, but as far as what it's good at, I think it's really good at delivering a good story. So I think if they just make it re- as good as it can be as far as a game and and really go at it hard for the story and for the voice acting and all of that, I think I think it's got a really good chance. I mean, I other mean, other okay, sorry. Um, well, three is going to be probably exactly. be the big turnaround with everything. I mean, they're learning everything they can with versus. Yeah. So once they figured everything out with it, three is going to probably be that game to where it could probably finally be up to the game of the year. Do you think that maybe it's that like the filler games to that really are just do kind of hit it hard with the story? Like yeah. I remember I mean, Nomura saying before that the uh, the spinoff titles were where they could really just like practice, like try different things. It, it seems this, like yeah. very much what they're doing is like yeah. with the Tales franchise. Like they do every single time they do one of these spin-off games sure. or a smaller game on a handheld system, they introduce slightly new gameplay mechanics. And like with Tales, the gameplay mechanics—they're just this huge long chain of things where it's just like a conglomeration mm-hmm. of everything they've <laughs> done in every game in the past oh ten years. Well, I hope it doesn't get that bad, but I mean, but I, I, it, yeah. It, it, because it's like every single time they release New Kingdom Hearts, the gameplay mechanics are slightly different, and, yeah. and they they kind of add something new in, but keep a lot the same. We'll have to see how Dream Drop Distance does, because yeah. apparently that's well, what how do you it think, is. Uh, yeah, that was Earth a lot of good I mean, comments They took some the gameplay mechanics the from The World Ends With You. They, it really changed, and it, and it really changed for the better. Like It, it felt as... Uh, as involving as the Kingdom Hearts 1 uh, battle system did, I felt that in Kingdom Hearts 2, that whole deal with the reaction commands, it sort of took you away from it. It was like playing God of War. I'm watching I'm watching a pretty cutscene of Sora running up the Hydra's back or something like that. Yeah, it's making like a like an interactive cutscene and then exactly. back to the battle. I don't, I don't then... want interactive cutscenes because that, that, that interrupts the chain of battle, and that is the last thing you want to do uh, in, in a battle Especially Definitely. in an action RPG, yeah. it's about the action, not about watching the action. Uh, other other examples of games that have won Game of the Year that you yeah. may not have expected are Mario Galaxy, well, which is which is not it's not an adult game. Yeah, definitely not. But it deserves it. Yeah, it does. and um, what was the other one I was just thinking of? Yeah, and that definitely. one was all gameplay because we all know Mario's story. Oh, the other one was Akami. Akami just mm-hmm. came out of nowhere. And that yeah, was a that very artistic style yeah. game. But that's more of a, a cult classic than anything. But it's still one game of the year. True, true, true. So I guess I guess we'll have to know. Do, do we want Kingdom Hearts to be a cult <laughs> classic that wins game of the year and then Square will never want to make another game <laughs> out of it because they didn't make any money? Well, it did make an Akami sequel. Really? Yeah, <laughs> this is, this is the first time I've heard it's of it. It's on the DS. It's called Akami, oh. Dan. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> that's like a dequel. They, they <laughs> went. They went down. They went to a, I, a, a handheld. I, I do feel that if they if they if they want to make yeah. it, um, if they want Kingdom Hearts series, the game that will do it. Right? Yeah, because absolutely. the handheld consoles never get. You know, they they are limited already before they even start. It's like they're trying to win the game. The, like, they're trying to do something with their hands tied behind their back. Yeah, and it definitely seems like they are training for the marathon because yeah. they are they're chugging it out on verses and it's I, taking I, them forever. I feel <laughs> that 
they're going to need to simplify the story because definitely the Kingdom Hearts story is convoluted enough. But if they if they want to be considered for exactly. a game of the year, it has to be a game that anyone can pick up and appreciate. Mm-hmm. And like, it's if, funny. If, if you don't know Kingdom Hearts and you go straight into like <laughs> right, Birth of Sleep, you're like, mm-hmm. what the hell is going on? Exactly. And it's funny because like Nomura always states that. Uh, that uh, you don't have to play there's certain game to understand like when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out like Nomura stated that he didn't have to play Chain of Memories which is you know the lead bridges the gap between 1 and 2 you don't have to but it'll help you understand what's going on yeah that's that's what that's the thing that kind of irks me with when Nomura says something like that it's kind of like well you don't have to but it's really required to. to understand what happens all right. Well, um, kind of sorry about having only one question, but like the last time, the last time we recorded this episode, it just went on. It, it went on really long, just as much as this one did. So we felt like this yeah. was really just something that we really needed to spend a lot of but time thank on. Thank you so, for the good question. Exactly. This was, this was a really exactly. big one. Yeah, it was. And I think also, interesting fact: up, yeah. most of the games that win Game of the Year are in the action genre, and Kingdom Hearts is an action True. game. It can be so done. So there's hope. There yeah, is can. hope. But for there's now, hope. we're going to move there's on to the three. music section. Just music. We're going Wait. to move on. So. Because <laughs> we were just expecting really you quiet. to say something, <laughs> and you just went quiet. Sorry. Uh, we will story. release this podcast. We will release this I've, podcast. I've got, su- I've got a suggestion, right? Square Enix just need to hire Naughty Dog to make him yeah. mastery. Oh, boy. That would that be amazing. No, 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 no. Because that's, that's, that's going to... Unleash a fan backlash like what's happening with uh with Devil May Cry That's right true. now. It's very true. So they need to modernize, not westernize. No, but 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 there's a difference because Naughty Dog have shown their versatility. Yeah, Ninja they, Theory haven't. But Ninja Theory right, enslaved well, is, is heavenly sword. This is sword. something entirely <laughs> off topic, so I'm gonna move. <laughs> you guys can talk about this yeah, later. Yeah, move. We'll talk about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, so okay. um, the music for this episode is actually really, really, like, amazing. Not that, like, all of our music isn't amazing, but I, I really love this rendition of Dearly Beloved. Um, so it's Dearly Beloved, Absolutely. and it's arranged by Kyle Landry, and it's featuring Sherry Yay. Kim. It's a really lovely duet. Um, what did you guys all well, think? Well, Kyle Landry is Brandon's duet? best friend. <laughs> <laughs> he's not—he's not exactly my best friend. It's—we uh, have talked on <gasps> occasion, but I'm more, f- more. Oh, f- you're so modest. It, it's <laughs> more that we—we we have a similar circle of friends. That's—that's that's basically it. I, I am friends with his friends. In a okay, so that sounded kind of creepy, but that is that is how it is. I, I know I know a lot of his friends, so I know him sort of mm. indirectly. But ultimately, like this and song he is, is awesome. really really so everybody go check yeah, him out. Yeah, like Not this rendition and, and all of his renditions check. are really beautiful. <laughs> oh my god, the rendition is very beautiful. I love mm-hmm. it. So definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. And he's got like five hundred other versions of Dearly Beloved. So if you love Dearly Beloved, you are in the Truth. right place. <laughs> All right, so we have reached I our. I can't outro. even believe it. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but um, anyways, uh, our next Kingdom Hearts union, which will come out, we we swear, is the nineteenth of July. Uh, you can subscribe to Yay. Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes Store. All you have to do is search Kingdom Hearts, and we are number one. Number one. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com along with our. Kingdom Hearts news coverage when we have it. But you can also catch the show at churro. Kids2.co.uk. 
Alright guys, time to uh, say goodbye. Alright. <laughs> if we have to. I guess. <sighs> Can we delay this podcast any longer? No! <laughs> no! I Come don't want to kill Brian. Poor Brian. We're almost there. We can do we this. Can we got five more minutes. Alright. <laughs> Alright, goodbye, people. Is anyone else gonna. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> I, I already right, said so goodbye. You, you said goodbye? I was waiting for you to say oh. goodbye. Yeah. Oh, I already okay, said goodbye. It. I said it was straight away. Oh. <gasps> do we have to redo our goodbyes? Because this can get. Let's get do it like all weird. at once. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. Go. And I'm Lauren saying goodbye again. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and kingdomheartsunion.com production. Thank you.